Hey, it's Fran Harris, founder of Athletes Who Mean Business. Our company empowers current and retired athletes to monetize their brands and expertise and build big businesses. This show answers one question. How can you leverage your sports celebrity and even non-sports talent and skills to have greater impact, influence, and income? If you're ready to play on a bigger stage, you're in the right place at the right time. Be sure to subscribe and review the podcast. Here's today's episode. Uh, there was a lot of talk about athletes and business and athletes monetizing their brands, whether it's online or offline. And so I wanted to talk about that real quickly and, and hopefully ignite you to do something different when it comes to monetizing your brand, basically making money, uh, profiting from your brand, your business, whatever it is that you do that makes you you. Because one of the questions that I said today in one of my ads was, how many of you can calculate or you thought about or you wondered how much money your high school, your pro, your, your college team, your pro team made off of you? How did they financially benefit off of you? And so tonight is literally about igniting you. And that means putting you on fire. I mean, like setting you on fire so that you will go and do something that will help you bring in some extra money, you know, replace your income, double your income, whatever it is that you need to do right now in your life. This is an easier way than going to get maybe a whole nother job, a whole side hustle or whatever in terms of like literally working for someone else. This is the best way and probably the easiest way for you to do that. So we're going to jump right in. I am Fran Harris. I am the founder of Athletes Who Mean Business. And let me tell you a little a bit of history about Athletes Who Mean Business. In 2011, I got a lot, I got about, I would say maybe 25 to 30 requests for people for me to represent them in some way, whether it's an agent or, you know, helping them get a book deal or whatever. And so we started a concierge business where we were doing done for you services for, um, for athletes. And quite frankly, it was kind of exhausting. And the interesting thing that I realized was that unless you, of course, are at the top of your athletic sport, so your pro sport, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, MMA, you know, whatever it is, then most everyone else was probably stuck in a job that might not be necessarily what they would do if money were no object. You know what I mean? And so we started setting up websites for athletes, trying to book them for speaking engagements, like a this whole gumbo potpourri of different services that we were offering. And it really gave us feedback that we needed to know kind of what athletes who are not, you know, making 20 million a week or 30 million a year, what they needed. And so this specific presentation is for you, right? Because that was, that was obviously a pool of people of athletes that I fell into. You know, I wasn't going to play in the WNBA forever. I knew that, right? And so I ventured into television and then started my own company because I knew what my reality was. And it's the reality that most of you, whether you played in high school, whether you played in college, whether you played semi-pro, whether you played pro for a little while and then uh, decided to get a real job, as people say, we have a different reality. And so tonight is about changing the reality that you've had before and really seeing that there's more for you to do if you will just be open to the possibility of monetizing your sports celebrity, your experiences, those could be your personal, professional experiences, and your expertise, all right? So the first thing I got to ask you is, are you in your calling? Got my little handy notes here. Are you in your calling? I want you to think about it, whether you're watching this live with me now or you watch tomorrow or the next week. Are you in your calling or are you just in a career? 
right? Are you in your calling? So meaning that if money were no object and you got to spend one year doing nothing but the things that make your heart sing, the things that make you happy, the things that give you joy, the things that really fill you up. If you could spend one year, money's no object. Let me ask you if you are doing that thing right now. And I don't have to see you or know you to know that probably 80 to 90% of you are not, right? Because we all have to take care of ourselves. We've got to eat. We've got to have a place to live. So what happens a lot with athletes, because when we are playing sports, when we're participating in sports, whether high school, but mostly in college, we don't have a lot of time to do anything else. And so what we start to do is that we start to get comfortable in the excuse of, I don't have time. I don't have time to go to network. I don't have time to get an internship. When am I supposed to get an internship, right? I was right there. Like, we're so busy. And you are busy. But there are lots of things that you can do if you're watching now and you're a college athlete. I'll talk a little bit about that if I have some time later to talk about some of the things that you can do to really take advantage of the, the time and the space where you are right now. Because you will never be there again. And there are people around you, potential business partners, potential employers, potential co-founders for, for companies all around you right now that you are missing because you're hiding behind the excuse of I don't have time, right? So most of us, if we're honest, are nodding our heads right now and going, yeah, that was me in college because you didn't think you had time. So because we didn't think we had time and we were either training or traveling or playing games or whatever, uh, c- competing in our sport, because we didn't think we had time, we missed all those opportunities. And so what typically happens when you miss those opportunities is that senior year sneaks up on you and you are like, what am I going to do now? What am I supposed to do with my life? And then we fall into a career. And that career could be training. It could be coaching. It could be a number of things. And if you're honest, you'll, you will acknowledge that probably 90% of our teammates and people that we knew, contemporaries, people that we knew at other colleges, 90% of them fell into a career. And then maybe 10% of them actually went through their and, and lived through their calling, right? So they, they're literally in their calling. But most of you right now watching me right now are probably in a career because, again, you got to eat, you got to have a place to live, you got to pay your bills or whatever. But I do want to go back to that first question that I ask you. If, you were, if money were no object, would you be doing the thing that you're doing now in your career, if money were not an object at all, I would bet that at least 60, 70, 80% of you would say no. All right. So the first question we have to kind of explore within ourselves is, am I in a career or am I in a calling? Here is the challenge with being in a career. And I'll I'll just use coaching as an example. So lots of my friends are coaches, great profession. All of us know that we've all had a a coach at some point who helped change our lives right? We had a coach that we loved, admired, really got us on the path to being who we are. So no shade to coaches, love my coaches. But a lot of athletes fall into the coach trap. So it's the default thing. It's the thing that you do because you really haven't prepared to do anything else. And really, you don't even know what else you can do, right? When you're 20, 18 to 22 years old, you don't have a lot of time to explore the other things that you can do. So you do default to a career. Career. And then because you get into that career and years pass and you still don't know what you can do, now you're in that career coaching. And now it's 10 years later and you're still coaching. And now you're at the whim of a coach, a head coach keeping their job or an AD keeping you around if you are a coach. 
And now you're stuck kind of in that career path. And that's where a lot of people are. So I want you to challenge yourself to ask yourself, am I in my career or am I in my calling? All right. Next question, important question for you is, are you making all the money that you want? Are you making right now, you are at the income level that you want, you have the retirement that you want, you have the financial situation that you that you want. I can guarantee you that about 80 to 90% of you, again, are not. Part of the reason that you're not is because, again, during those years when other people are working, we're playing professional sports. We're playing, you know, overseas. We're doing other things. We're in college when people are intern getting internships or, or working, getting apprenticeships and those kinds of things. So you haven't really gotten the education that you need to prepare for your financial future. And so now we're even further behind. We get back because we haven't not necessarily gotten the internship, the sponsorships, those kinds of things to advance ourselves professionally, but even financially, we haven't gotten the, the education and the literacy and the reps that we need to actually put ourselves in a position to be successful financially. So when I ask you, do you have all the money you need, everything you need, you're set up financially, you, your retirement is there, you got investments, you got all the things that people say we should have, I bet 90% of you are saying, hmm, not really, right? So I want you to do that assessment, figure out where you are financially, because what I'm going to talk about here in, in a few minutes will help to, to you to get to that position. All right. All right. How much um, money? Oh yeah, this is it. How much money have you made leveraging your sports expertise, leveraging your sports brand? And when I asked the question earlier, how much money do you think your schools have made off your back, right? Benefited financially from your sports expertise, from your talent. It's probably 100,000 millions, depending on where you were in your particular college career, right? And so how much money have you made? If they've made millions, if your college has made at least six or seven figures off of your brand, how much have you made, let's say, in the last five years? How much have you made? Just literally write it down where you're putting it in your phone. Just kind of go through and think about all the things that have happened and how much money you've actually made because you've been speaking, coaching, merchandise, whatever in your career. How much money have you banked from your sports expertise, experiences, and talent? I bet 90% of you will say less than $100,000. And again, if you're in that upper echelon, if you're the people who were always in the all-star game, if you were people who were, you know, got endorsements and all that, your story is different. But you're up, you're in the top 10. Here's the middle 80 and then there's the bottom 10, right? So we're talking to the middle 80 pretty much because the other folks are making millions somewhere. We're talking to everybody else who may be making six or seven figures, five, six or seven figures. What have you made off of your sports genius, your sports talent? I would challenge you to quantify that over the last five years. All right. So I started actually to mean business because I want to change that. You know, as I mentioned, I played for the Houston Comets on their first championship team. So I played in the league two years, played for Utah. And then I went into broadcasting. I was already in broadcasting for college basketball. And then I started covering the WNBA for ESPN and our other broadcasting partners, oxygen, lifetime, those kind of people. And, so for me, I was already thinking, you know, I'm not going to play basketball forever and I'm not making that money even when I'm playing basketball. So I've got to do something different. 
And so when I started Athletes Who Mean Business, I did so because I knew what my life was like as a college athlete at Texas. And even though we had the best resources, we still didn't prepare. We weren't necessarily prepared to leave there, step into the real world, and just start winning. And so part of the reasons I started Athletes Who Mean Business is to address that need for the college market and then also the transition from college to pro and then also from pro to the real world. Okay, so here are the three mistakes that I see athletes making. Number one, you're not monetizing yourself at all. You have a job, a day job, whatever that is, policing, personal training, maybe um, working for the city. And your brand has pretty much just kind of gone by the wayside. You see people at the grocery store. You see people at the mall. You see people at airports. And sometimes they recognize you. Sometimes they don't. They should be recognizing you. If you've done, if you really maximize your brand in your community, people will never forget who you are. People will always be reminded of your brand. They will always be aware of your brand. So the big mistake that a lot of athletes makes, make is that they are not monetizing their brand at all. They graduated, they stopped playing, and then that's it. They fell off the face of the earth. So let me share some of the money that you're leaving on the table by not monetizing at all. So there are people in your local area who are looking for people to speak. They're looking for people to consult your skill or your trade. So that could be, it doesn't even have to be sports related. It can be on, you know, legal matters. If you went to law school, it can be on tech. If you're a tech head, it can be on business. If you have a head for business, it can be on empowerment. If that's your thing or motivation if that's if that's your thing so people are constantly looking for experts to come in and teach or train or speak or coach on topics and probably your your name is not in the hat your name is not in the hat because after you finished playing and the cheers stopped there was you know no more no more cheers for you there was no more monetizing your brand and so you just fell off the face of the earth and that's the money you're leaving on so if you if you were given opportunity to go and speak in a a corporation for instance which by the way you know 50 billion a year just for people speaking in corporations who are you are as qualified as those people if you're not if your name is not in the hat you're leaving at least a hundred thousand dollars on the table but you're not in those conversations because you haven't put yourself out there you're not marketing yourself online you're not networking because no you're no longer an active athlete and so you don't necessarily see your value right? Everything is in the past. You don't realize that the value that you had as an athlete is present, is still available for you. So the money you're leaving on the table by not monetizing at all is at least just conservatively $100,000 just through speaking and consulting, okay? The second mistake that athletes make is monetizing with you at the center of everything. And here's what I mean by that, right? All of us, probably 50, 60, 70% of us have done camps, camps, clinics, whatever. And you are at the center of those. So it's your name. Nothing wrong with that. It's your name. And then you're just out there and you're doing your camps and your clinics. And if you got 12 sessions, you're doing all 12 sessions. The problem with that is that you're at the center of it, which means that if you go away, unless you built your business a certain way, there goes your business. So the big mistake that athletes make is that they put themselves at the center of their businesses. Again, you should be leveraging your brand, but you also should be putting people around you such that if you are in Shanghai, 
or Japan somewhere or Russia somewhere that your business can continue because your brand is at the forefront, but you have other people executing your brand and your philosophies. Okay. So second mistake that athletes tend to make is that they are at the center of everything and they haven't figured out how to do the third mistake. And that is to duplicate themselves. Right. So the reason McDonald's is successful is because Ray, you know, Ray Kroc doesn't have to go and build every McDonald's. Now he's learned to duplicate. That's why McDonald's has franchising. So you need to, in a sense, franchise yourself. And I don't mean technically, but you need to learn how to duplicate yourself so that you can be in more than one place. As long as you are required to do every aspect of your business for your business to be successful, you are going to be limited financially. You're going to be limited economically. So whether you're duplicating yourself by teaching people your methodology and then just spreading them out over the country or you know, regionally, or like online, if you would have, to, if you're doing like a presentation, what I'm doing, like I'm doing right now, then I will record this and then I will have this become an automated presentation every day this week if I want to, right? So now it is me duplicating myself over and over and over. And that way I'm also monetizing my brand, even though I don't have to be there. So those are the main three mistakes that athletes make. All right. Um, I want to talk about some solutions to those things real quickly, but I'm going to need these glasses for that. All right. So some of the solutions, Ooh, that's amazing. Some of these <laughs> solution is to um, become an authority on a topic. Okay. Become an authority on a topic. So typically people who ask athletes to come and speak, right? They ask them to come and speak and they, Oh, and we think they want us to come and speak about team building or championships or whatever. And that's a part of your story. And if you decide to become an authority on championships, that's one thing. But the fastest way to get paid as a speaker, coach, consultant, trainer in corporations, organizations, conferences is to become known for something. So me, I'll give you an example. Athletes who mean who athletes who mean business is my brand because I am an expert on teaching athletes how to monetize their brands to six, seven, eight figures. That's one of the things that I'm an authority on monetizing your athletic brand. So can I talk about team building? Yes. Do I talk about team building? Absolutely. Do I talk about culture? Yes. I'm experts at those things, but I'm becoming an authority on the topic of showing athletes how to maximize, maximize their income and revenue potential through business. Okay. So the solution for you, some of the problems that I talked about early, earlier is to become an authority on something. Pick your niche, pick your topic and become an authority on that and then start speaking about that. So maybe that's teaching parents how to become better sports parents. Maybe it's uh, simplifying tech, right? There are people who are afraid of tech. Maybe it's simplifying tech. Maybe that's your thing. But find something that you can become an authority on and start teaching and training and speaking on that. And that will be the fastest path to you making money. And it doesn't cost you anything. You can literally fire up the computer and do what I'm doing and start just consistently doing it. And all of a sudden people will know that you're the go-to for that topic. Number two, partner with someone. So maybe you're not the one who can just go, I'm just going to start a business. I'm just going to go do my business and uh, I'm going to be out there front. I'm going to be in front. And I'm going to be doing all this. Maybe that's not you. Maybe you need to partner with another athlete or another person or whatever. There are lots of partnership opportunities out there, but sometimes we get so insulated. You know how we were insulated in college? We, we just kind of fraternized and hung out with other athletes. A lot of us do that in the real world as well. So you got to go out there and meet people, come to presentations like this, get into groups, 
meet people and you will see that there are business opportunities all around you. So you can partner. If you got a great idea, find someone who is potentially interested in that, in that idea. And then you become a partner with them in a business to create a business together. And then the final thing, as I mentioned earlier, and I'm going to repeat it again, totally bears repeating is to duplicate yourself is to duplicate yourself. Nothing wrong with you running your camps, but you're going to be limited in how much revenue you can bring in. Again, if you are the one who has to be there, the common denominator is that you have to be there. And if you have to be there, you're going to be limited in the amount of money that you can make. All right. So I told you I was going to talk a little bit about how you can fast track yourself to fast, fast cash. And I've talked a little bit about those speaking, coaching, consulting, training, um, duplicating yourself with your camps. Those are all things that we can do that will not cost a whole lot of money. It's not very expensive to start those businesses. And those are businesses that will yield very high results. Speakers, five, six, seven figures in a year is easy. Again, if you just find your area of expertise and start speaking on that online and offline, right? Teaching online, coaching, whether you go and coach ISDs, meaning independent school districts on topics, you can set up programs within schools, lots of different ways. There's no shortage of ways to actually monetize your brand. But the main thing I will say as I'm closing is that your brand should not die just because you retired. Your brand should not die just because you retired or just because you no longer play or just because you got hurt. Like you have to keep your brand out there because that's the value of your brand. That's how you're able to command fees and actually continue to make money is because your brand stays out there. All right. So your to-do list before I sign off is to get your brand out there, whether it's, you know, doing a simple web website where you got five page website, which is, Hey, it's me about me, my speaking, my coaching, my consulting or whatever, get your brand back out there, start building some authority online by doing easy little lives like I'm doing right now, where you're talking about your area of expertise or going to speak at clubs, you know, um, networking events, whatever, getting yourself out there aligned with the topic that you want to be known for. And that's how you start to position and package yourself to make five, six, and seven figures. Like it's not hard at all. It just takes a little bit of effort coming out of your shell, coming out of being so insulated and then getting your brand out there so that you can start to monetize that brand that was so valuable when you were in high school or college or the pros. So I'm going to be launching an incubator for athletes. We have two incubators. One of them is for people who are running their own businesses or who want to start their own businesses. And then we have another one that launches right after that for folks who are working for folks. So if you want to get a raise, develop your professional persona and start to kind of move up in your organization, we have an incubator for professionals and we have an incubator for entrepreneurs and CEOs. So the business entrepreneur um, accelerator will launch the first week in October. You can go to awmb.us. That's awmb.us. Athletes who mean business, right? .us, and you can find out about the incubator. We will start in uh, in a few weeks, and we're going to be taking folks through a six-week program from start to finish, helping them. If you have a business already, we're going to show you how to grow it, how to scale it to six or seven figures. If you don't have a business, you're going to learn how to start from the idea all the way to bringing it to market, getting your website online and those kinds of things so that you can start to make extra income whether you are there or not. 
All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. I just want to tell you that you have such a tremendous opportunity to make a greater splash in the world. What we've done as athletes, not everyone can do. Most of us understand that. But unfortunately, too few of us are leaving a lot of impact, influence, and income on the table. If you want to learn how we help athletes create and build the careers and businesses of their dreams, visit athletesumeanbusiness.com. I'm 100% sure you'll be glad you did. I'm Fran Harris, and I can't wait to help you become an athlete who means business. See you soon.